0: If the Cliffs of Moor Coastal Walk is part of your Ireland itinerary, today's podcast is one you'll want to take note of. imagining it, I have been talking about County Clare an awful lot lately. In fact, episode 46, The Heart of the Burn with Tony Kirby, episode 47, Doolin Inn and Hostel with Anthony Maloney, and episode 49, Shannon Fairies with Eugene Mayer, all take place in County Clare. I couldn't quite leave, though, without touching on a really popular activity right there near the Cliffs of Moher, and that's the Cliffs of Moher Coastal Walk. So we're going to dig right into that quickly, but first I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams. That is my own book on how to plan your perfect Ireland vacation. To get your copy of Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams, visit store.irelandfamilyvacations.com and click eBooks. Now, Let's get out to the Cliffs of Moher Coastal Walk. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, my guest is Bernard Clark from the Cliffs of Moher Coastal Walk shuttle bus. So it's quite a little mouthful, but it's something that is really a necessary thing to know about if you plan to do any of the Coastal Walk along the Cliffs of Moher. So Bernard, thank you so much for taking the time to join with me today. I know things are getting very busy around Doolin.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: So the Cliffs of Moher Coastal Walk kind of began, you know, its official life in 2014, so four years ago. Do I have that correct?
1: Yes, you do. Yeah. Twenty-nine farmers got together and gave their land along the cliff edge so people could walk along it.
0: And how long is that walk from, uh, I think it starts in Doolin and goes to Hags Head, is that correct?
1: That's correct. So from Doolin, on Fisher Street in Doolin, it goes from there to Hags Head, or we call it Kilconnell on our, on our map. Okay. Um, that is 12 kilometers.
0: So that's a, that's a decent day's walk.
1: It is. It is. And that's, that's where we come in, I guess.
0: Because so, before that, before the shuttle started, people were kind of at a loss of how to do a one-way walk. Is is Am I thinking of that correctly?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So people would park their car at one end and they'd walk all the way to the other end. And sometimes maybe have to walk the 12K back to their car. <laughs> Um, with the beauty of the shuttle is you can be brought to either part. So from Hags Head or Kilconnell to the Cliffs of Moher Visitor Centre is a five kilometre walk, which is fairly flat, takes roughly, we say, an hour and 30 minutes. And from the Cliffs of Moher Visitor Centre to Doolin is seven kilometres, which takes about two and a half hours. But by going from the Cliffs of Moher to Doolin, you're walking seven kilometres downhill. Okay. if you come from Doolin to the visitor center it's a complete incline
0: but still completely doable
1: absolutely <laughs> basically if people have time it's a beautiful way to see the cliffs of moher and you're missing the chaos of the visitor center which has mm-hmm. kind of got 12,000 people a day pretty much right now as we're speaking
0: right it's it's a busy place i i think they hit uh, a million visitors a year pretty consistently
1: Yes. Um, last year was 1.5, I believe. So every year they're hitting higher targets quicker.
0: Right. And and they can get very congested. I know that the Cliffs of Moor do say if, if you're not on a tight schedule, visit after 4 p.m. You know, miss the main tourist buses and, and things or like or that.
1: Or before 11 as well. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So it it is definitely a much more relaxed way to see the cliffs, and you get the the wider view than just that spot which is at the the main visitor center, which is a beautiful spot. I mean, it, it's the prime viewing location. But yeah. all along that walk, there's so much more.
1: Well, you can like when you're coming from Doolin, you can see all the cliffs on your way up, and then if you turn back around, you can see the three Aran Islands stacked behind one another, and all of Galway Bay. So oh, it's
0: absolutely beautiful walk. It is. Now the shuttle came into being as the need was found. Um, I think one of my favorite things about the Doolin area is that everything is very community-based. Everything has come around because of a need and so a need was seen for this shuttle for the walkers and you don't just have the three stops from both ends and the middle at the Cliffs of Moor. There are a couple other stops on this, aren't there?
1: There are, yeah. So we start off at 9 a.m. in the morning at the Park and Ride in Doolin. We have a, a parking lot there and a little shop. Um, so basically, we go from there to McDermott's Pub down in Doolin. We do, we do a half-hour run around Doolin first. So mm-hmm. Roadford would be 9.06, then Doolin Pier 9.15, and Fisher Street 920, that's kind of a busy spot there. A lot mm-hmm. of people park their car there and get the shuttle from there to whichever spot they want, and then they walk back to their car on Fisher Street, if you get okay. me. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you only worry about one shuttle. So you could take in seven kilometres and the visitor centre, or you could go to Hagshead and do all 12, but you're walking back to your car and walking downhill. hmm So then we go to Fitz's Cross, which is where Hotel Doolin is, and back to our park and ride. So the first half hour is pickups around Doolin. And then we hit for the visitor centre for 9.45, the John Philip Holland Centre, in the scanner inventor of the submarine Mm -hmm. at 9.50, um, Kilconnell Car Park or Hag's Head for 10 o'clock, back to the visitor (laughs) centre and back to our park and ride. And we do that six times a day, all day long. So we're timed schedule.
0: So people just need to be at those stops at a specific time and they can catch the schedule to the next stop or the stop they need.
1: Correct. And, and, and really now it's gotten so busy that a lot of people are booking by email or, or messenger on Facebook or calling. They're booking ahead and you don't necessarily have to pay for it there and then. We would hold the seats in your name so that we can arrive at any particular stop at any time with a full shuttle. Okay. Due to the nature of it, we could, like, one day wait to leave 16 after us and on Fitz's because we filled up along the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you have your name given by email, you can just then pay the driver.
0: Oh, okay. So it, it might be an easier way to do it to use the shuttle first and walk back to your car as opposed to using the shuttle to get back to your car because it, there's the possibility that you're not going to possibly make the shuttle at a certain time or...
1: Correct. Like okay. if you plan it, it's worth that extra 10 minutes that it would take you to drive to Fisher Street. hmm So that you can walk back to your car. A lot of people don't like being tied down to two times in a day, if you know what I mean. Right. They like to have the freedom of being able to walk and do what they want, not thinking, I've got to get to this shuttle at this time. If you do it one time, we bring you to whichever part you'd like to do, then the day is your own after that. But we also do have a lot of people that walk from Doolin and get picked up at the visitor center mm-hmm. or Kilconnell and get the shuttle back to Doolin.
0: You just have to either you know, be patient and, and wait if there is a booked shuttle or yes. you, know, you just have to have a little flexibility if you do it that way.
1: Yeah, well, if you, if you plan it a little... You know, like the guidelines we give on walking and then how long it will take. Mm-hmm. If you're clever, you'll you'll book it because then you you won't be waiting the driver to call out your name if if you know what I mean. Right, right. won't be right. like a of wondering if you're going to get home or not, and the next shuttle won't be back for ninety minutes after that.
0: So, so a little planning goes a long way.
1: Yes. So <laughs> if we if we have people that weren't able to board our bus. If they wanted to wait uh, 90 minutes, we would take their name and automatically book them in the following shuttle.
0: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your shuttle? What are, we, what are people so, going to hop onto?
1: <laughs> we have a, a little uh, green paddy wagon shuttle. Uh, it's 16 seats on board. There's Wi-Fi on board and friendly drivers, of course. Of course. Um and our, there's a lot of paddy wagons around Doolin as you mm-hmm. you know the bigger buses but ours has specific markings for Doolin Car Park Doolin Pier and um, Cliffs of Moher walk we're really all about the walkers mhm
0: mhm and what can I know that uh, you say pre-booking is um, recommended but you would be paying as you get on the shuttle so what Correct. what are people paying what what are the prices on 2018
1: so 2018, our, our charge, our standard fare for the shuttle is €6 Euros per person, but sometimes third-party charges apply. So if you were going directly to the visitor centre, we have to charge their entrance fee on top of that, which would make it 9 Okay. So that Okay. So €9 Euros would get you to the visitor centre and include your entrance if you choose to do that.
0: Okay. And then are there any plans i mean obviously this is going very well you're very busy are there any plans to add another bus to the route in the next year we're, or so? we're
1: thinking about it yeah we're thinking about it um like this year has been very busy so far and last year was very busy um we might go up in seats it's just that we go up so many different back roads you, right. you can't go too big either
0: Right, so right.
1: the most we would ever go is twenty, maybe twenty-two. We carry sixteen at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe down along the road, <laughs> we, we've thought about it. Already.
0: I imagine you have, because that area is just so popular with, you know, with the village of Doolin being your step off to the Aran Islands if you choose it, or the wonderful pubs and music, and then obviously the cliffs. And the great villages in the area, there's so much to do. So it's such a popular spot. And it's only become more so in the past few years.
1: Yeah, around Doolin is just unbelievable. Like, I, I've pretty much grown up around Doolin. I started working there when I was about 13 years of age. That's many moons ago now. <laughs> but... uh like it's all about the music pretty much in doolin and location mm-hmm. because you're very right. close to the Aran Islands there's two boat companies that go to the three islands Inishir, Inishman and Inishmore mm-hmm. um, then they come back and food, in the, everything is about the pubs and the hotels yes. food and music and sometimes Monday through Friday in Doolan is the best music you will get, the best musicians like mm-hmm. it's, because it's a lot busier on the weekends, but it's still as busy during the week.
0: I, it's an amazing, amazing spot. So I'm going to ask you if you have any favorite places to eat in the area.
1: Um, in the area of Doolin or in the area of Liscannor?
0: Um, just in that Burren area. Let's go with the the Burren type area. Um, where but- Where do the locals go to eat?
1: A lot of people go to Liscanner to Vaughan's um, Anchor Inn. I don't know. Have you heard of it?
0: I have.
1: They, the, the sea. They win many awards there for their seafood and stuff. And I believe it's not only the one of the best restaurants in Clare, but in in the country. And any time I've recommended people to go there, it's always positive feedback. And they're busy, but their food is just <laughs> amazing. They have awards for a reason.
0: Oh, that's excellent to know. Well, Bernard, this has been so helpful because I do receive a lot of questions about the best way to to walk the cliffs. If you were to choose one of those um, stretches, either from Hagshead to the Visitor Center or the Visitor Center to Doolin, which do you think is the more scenic, dramatic walk?
1: Um, I suppose (laughs) it's hard to be biased for me because I sell both sides of it, but I'd always be kind of biased towards Doolin. Doolin has absolutely beautiful views, but come on with that because it's downhill. Sometimes that can get a bit muckier with the rain and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's it's beautiful to walk either down and look back at the cliffs. The most iconic shot of the Cliffs of Moher is about a 25-minute walk past the, from the visitor center down towards Doolin, okay. where you're looking up at the cliffs.
0: So oh, that's good to at, know.
1: Beautiful. Yeah,
0: but a nice photo opportunity about a a third of the way between
1: Exactly. Yeah, or if you're coming up from Doolin you 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 see that but it is it it is a tough walk
0: So what would you say is the optimal age for that walk? I know a lot of families who visit um, might have an interest in that walk I know that Pat Sweeney who does the guided cliffs walk from Doolin to the visitor center says nobody under eight would you say that that is a good guideline or would you say maybe even a bit older
1: yeah i, I like pat i know pat very well and he he's very busy guy and, and a good guide um i would i would always caution on the side of maybe older um 12 years of age and up it's you're you're on the edge of a cliff for a lot of it yeah you know there's a suggested path but some people go closer um I would I would always err on the side of maybe 12 years of age and up. That's what we advise our customers. Um, but sometimes the eight to ten years, up, ten year olds have a lot of experience walking with families. So it's really a parental decision more than anything. But we, I would advise 12 and up.
0: So know your children, know your fitness levels, and know your stamina, basically.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's a ro- it's rocky, muddy terrain as well. You know, so. You have to be prepared. Have your no point in arriving <laughs> in sneakers.
0: Right, right. Some good walking shoes.
1: Yeah, and then, and another um, thing. There's the John Philip Holland Museum in Lissabona as well. Mm-hmm. No, have you heard much about John Philip Holland?
0: Not a lot.
1: He was born and raised in um, Lissabona, and he's credited with inventing the modern-day submarine. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, He died in 1914. So the the U.S. Navy commissioned the very first submarine off of his drawings. Um, So a lot of the Navy people would know an awful lot about John Holland. I think it was called uh, John Holland 1 was the first submarine that they done off of his drawings. So in this scanner, there's a little museum. It's kind of tucked away of of his life, and of, of drawings of his, and he tried to beat the Wright Brothers to <laughs> what he called a flying machine, and the U.S. Navy actually, he, he ended up in Paterson, New Jersey, where there's a museum for him also, um, and he's buried over there, but the U.S. Navy brought back his actual headstone here, and it's oh. in the scanner. So it's a nice little walk. Um, his father used to be a Coast Guardman up the street, and in 2014, the Irish government put a, a plaque to commemorate uh, 100 years of his life to the sea down here. So that's something nice to see. And I know a lot of people really like it when they go.
0: That's a nice visit. little nice little hidden tip there.
1: And, and, and it's right within walking distance of Wohan as well. So if you wanted to break, walk for five or 10 minutes before your lunch or after, something to check out.
0: Excellent advice. On the same vein with that tip that you've given us, I always wrap up my my interviews with the question of three places you would recommend people visit when they travel to Ireland. Now, those don't have to be in your area. They can be well-known places. They can be uh, places that people probably haven't heard of. But what would you say if somebody asked you, what should I see? Driving is the very best way to experience everything Ireland has to offer. And that's why I'm excited to partner with Irish Car Rentals to provide unbeatable quotes for your Ireland vacation. When you're ready to book your car rental, visit irishcarrentals.com and use promotion code IFV for Ireland family vacations in the promotions box. Thanks so much for listening. Now, here come those recommended places to visit.
1: Um, I suppose I better give a local shout out um, to Doolin Cave. That's pretty interesting. I think it's the oldest stalactite in Europe. Tite comes down, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an interesting spot to, to go and see. Um, they do guided tours there, so it could fill up a part of your day. It's good for. We get a lot of wet weather and sometimes the sea fog in the kitchen, so you have you have to have alternatives but that's definitely one. Um, alternatively I suppose where I've been myself a place I I love is called Crookhaven in, in County Cork. It's a lovely little village, um right near Mizinhead.
0: it's okay.
1: absolutely beautiful. It's a fishing village and I was find it I think it's heaven. <laughs> there's a pub down there called O'Sullivan's and you're sitting right on the dock eating a bowl of chowder and it's just beautiful and it's about 20 minutes from, um, from So, and another one I was really impressed with which is the Titanic in Belfast I thought um, I wouldn't be one for going to museums for too long but they've such a good job done in that place Mm-hmm. I, I was in there for five hours, felt like five minutes, and they bring you back to the time of all the building. It makes you feel like you were there when the boat was being built. The amount of people that were there, and it's just six floors of amazement.
0: That's fabulous. I've I've uh, done the tour of the SS Nomadic outside of the Titanic, oh, yeah. which was phenomenal. Yeah. But we just we didn't with our girls. We just did not do the Titanic Belfast. Um, yeah, due to time I, I, and and everything, so.
1: I think it was lately voted the the best um, visitors experience visitor centre in Europe. I saw that. But uh, yeah, it is for a reason. It completely blew my away, it's, and it's beautiful up north as well. As in, you have the Giant Causeway, and one that stuck out for me was the Rope Bridge, mm-hmm. Carrigaroeed Rope Bridge. That was really really beautiful and a stunning day.
0: It is on a on a beautiful day. You can't really beat that rope bridge, even if you are afraid no. of heights.
1: <laughs> You'll figure out whether you're afraid of heights halfway through.
0: Just keep looking forward. That's Yeah, don't rock. Don't rock. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Bernard, thank you so much. Like I said, I know that, that things are getting really busy there in Doolin, and I've caught you near the ending of your day, so I'm sure that, that the shuttle is running and uh, taking people back and forth. and and I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today.
1: No problem, and thanks for having me. And if, if you have any um, inquiries or anything, info at tipsofmohorcoastalwalk.ie usually gets me.
0: Perfect. And I will make sure to link that in the show notes as well as your Facebook page. And yep. people can get a hold of you from either way with additional questions.
1: Brilliant.